Welcome to Impact the World, the show for and about creatives, changemakers, and entrepreneurs. This is an insight episode where I share a few quick tips to help you take your work and mission to the next level. One of the key things to expanding your work in the world and expanding your business is working with other people. And yet, in all of the work that I've done with entrepreneurs, I've noticed that one of the things that scares entrepreneurs the most is hiring somebody and taking somebody on, whether it's an independent contractor, a salaried team member. There's something about the unknown of bringing a person into your business, and it's a big step to take. One of the mottos that I live by in my company, and my team know this, one of the mottos we use is, talent is everywhere, attitude is gold. It's something that came to me after many years of working with different people. I think that talent is everywhere. But a great attitude, and an attitude that fits really well with the group attitude and group energy, really is a gold when it comes to team members, team building, and a group of people working together to put something into the world. So I wanted to share a few quick tips that I can give you on hiring and building a team with the work that you're doing in the world. You know it's time to hire when you are costing yourself or your business. What I mean by this is that the work that you're doing is doing quite well. Perhaps financially you're earning as much money as you wanted to earn, at the base level even, but you're spending a lot of time in the weeds. You're spending time doing things that you don't really enjoy in your business, or often is the case, those things you don't enjoy are things you aren't particularly good at. There will be somebody out there in the world who would love to take that work on, but you have to be willing to make a judgment call and recognize that you and your business can perhaps afford to try bringing this person in on a trial basis for a few months to see if it works to have that work taken off your hands and freeing up your time to do what you're good at. So in my case, I was doing readings for people and I was very successful with those readings after several years of doing them. So it became logical for me to hire somebody to help me with many of the administrative tasks because worst case scenario, even if my business didn't grow because I took someone else on, I worked out how many extra readings I would need to do in a month in order to cover that person's wages. So when it's time to bring someone on, you'll often feel that you're costing the business or you're costing your spirit by doing things that are keeping you behind the scenes or in areas that you aren't really good at when actually having some help could free you up to do the very thing and serve the business the way that you are meant to and serve the business in a way that will generate interest, revenue, and engagement for the business, which is the lifeblood of what you do. Tip number two is don't over-invest. This is something that I've seen many, many times. It's something I did lightly, uh, gently a couple of times. It's the thing where you will think that somebody else is going to solve something for you or do something magnificent for you in an area that you don't really understand. So for example, let's say you think you know nothing about social media. 
you hear about this wonderful social media company or person, and they want to charge you thousands of dollars for these tasks that you're not even sure how it's going to work, but you throw the money at them, you work with them for three months, and then after three months, you're mad because that money that you've thrown at this expert, this specialist, all of the money that you took to give them hasn't paid off in the way that you thought it would. So don't overinvest, and especially not in areas that you feel you don't really know much about. I saw this a lot many years ago in the earlier days of the internet with website designers. You would often hear people having trouble with their very expensive website designer, and it wasn't necessarily the designer's fault, it was just the expectations of the process were very different from the person who'd hired the designer to the designer's expectations and what they thought they were delivering. But the big problem was people paying far too much money far too quickly and not monitoring the process as it went along. So over-investing is never a good idea. If you're being asked to shell out a lot of money, make sure you know exactly what you're going to get and monitor the progress along the way. Have touch points in the project where you can check that everything's going the way that you think it will. And don't assume that some other specialist is going to magically transform your business. Your business will continue to grow and reach people if you keep investing in the very thing that's working as much as taking a gamble on some risky or unknown venture that someone else has told you is going to completely transform your reach and your work. This leads me to point number three, which is hire slowly. Have a trial period with anybody that you work with. And this is especially important if it's somebody who's going to be in your business hour after hour, week after week. Hiring slowly is good for you and is good for the person you're employing or taking on. I definitely was guilty of having really high expectations or high hopes with people that I hired years ago and then realizing as time went on that there were some areas that we weren't matching on. Had I back then known to have a trial period, to have an agreed two-month or three-month period where you can then both review each other and the job, and also for the person who has been hired to check that it's serving them, that can be a great way to build a solid relationship and a solid foundation and not feel any regret about taking somebody on or promising somebody a job for a year and then realizing you have to undo it. But this is the other point about hiring slowly. When you hire anybody, you also have to be willing to fire people. And that's part of, I think, what makes us hesitant. Most of us are nervous about letting someone down, having to fire. So if you hire slowly and have a trial period, you'll be more sure about how the job is going for both of you before you rush in and then later down the line have to let somebody go, which is always a difficult or awkward process for all involved. One of the things about harmony in a team and avoiding having to get to a situation where you have to let a team member go is checking that you have shared values with the people that you're working with. So for example, let's say your business is very service-based and your ethos for doing your business, sure, you want to make enough money for you, for your family, for the business to be able to grow in ways that you think money might help with. But your main goal is really helping and seeing transformation happen. If you hire somebody who never really talks about the values of your customers or the people that you're serving and keeps saying things like, well, we're just going to make millions of dollars or millions of pounds, 
your values are different. And even if at the beginning of the working relationship, it's showing up well and things are working, somewhere down the line, your very different set of values, you're going to come off the rails together. It's no different to a relationship. You know, when you have a team member, it's really a small version or sometimes a, a big version of an intimate relationship. Where we have different values, the question is, do we all understand and honor each other's? And does that serve our common goal, which is the business? And is everybody thinking about the business as much as they are thinking about themselves? So making sure that your values are similar and that everybody is aligned. Now, within that, of course, you want different team members who think slightly differently. There will be people who will think in a different way to you, which can be a great gift because they'll see things in a different way and add value. But you need to make sure that your values are aligned and that everybody who is working on your mission or on the group mission has a similar ethos or similar reasons for doing it. Because if you don't have enough similarity, it can get pretty disharmonious pretty fast. That leads me to my next point, which is if you are a healer, if you are somebody who works in the healing arts, if harmony, peace, and creating good energy in the world is part of your makeup, you have to be careful that you don't take on team members that you're trying to heal. It can be very easy to have a real love for somebody or to see they have a couple of areas of talent and to wish and hope that they could also become these other things. It's no difference to being in a relationship with the highest potential of somebody rather than their actual behavior. You know, ah, but he's got so much promise and I think if he could just have this breakthrough, well, he may or may not have that breakthrough. And if you're putting all your energy on that potential breakthrough, you're actually not genuinely being with who he is right now, which ultimately could come off the rails for both of you. So it's very important, especially if you are somebody who works in the healing arts, to by all means, want to support, love, nurture your team members and vice versa. You also don't want a team member who's just trying to heal you from all of your personal stuff. That's not going to work. What will work, however, is if all of you have your focus and your intent on the work and the mission itself. And this is where also knowing your own healing needs is important. Not unlike romantic relationships, did you take on a team member because they remind you a bit of your mother and all the stuff that you haven't resolved with your mother is about to come up in your team? It happens, it's okay, but the more aware you are of your own areas of need for healing, the less that shows up in the workplace or the more willing you are when that does show up in the workplace to look at your own stuff and go, oh, I see why this is happening the more conscious a transformation can take place between you and your team members. And that can be a beautiful thing about working together when you all feel safe and held enough in the relationship to be able to transform and go to another level together. So there are many things to consider, but especially when you're working with a healing or a soul-focused intent to be mindful that you know, all your hours at work aren't spent healing each other and not actually getting the job done. Another question to ask is, are everyone's needs being served? And what I mean by this is, is the person who is working for you slightly resentful about the situation that they're in because it's not really where they want to be? So for example, 
they really want to be off somewhere else, being an artist, and they're slightly resentful about giving all their energy to this job that you've given them. They like you, they have a connection with you, but they're slightly mad. That energy is going to come in. So you need to either have a conversation with them about that and check that their needs are being served. If they're just doing it for a paycheck or because they're afraid that they can't find something else or they secretly want to do their own thing but they haven't got the courage, if you start to feel that in the energy of your team, it's going to start showing up in the work, it's going to start showing up in the way that your community is served. So this is where you need to check that everyone's needs are being served. Is this team member serving the needs of the business? Are they serving the needs of me as a team member or an employer? And equally importantly, is this job serving them? Is this really where they need to be? Do they seem like this is the right place for them right now? It's an area that we often don't talk about, checking that the people you're working with or employing are happy, but it's a very important area because if they aren't happy, it's going to creep in and then it can become a problem. And my final point is a very simple one, but it's one to always consider when you're questioning the dynamics in any team situation. Is the work getting done? Is the work that you hired this person to do, that you work with this person to do, is it getting done? And is there a harmony within the team that is serving the work getting done? This is important because at the end of the day, this is why we come together as team members with a shared vision and a shared goal. And if too many energies, emotions, or discussions are going on around or distracting from the work, you know that you're in a healing moment. And there can be room for healing moments in every team and it's important. But if it starts to become the dominant theme or the dominant issue or the dominant energy, it can very quickly steal energy from the company steal energy from the company's service recipients, so customers, people that you're serving, guests in your community or in your store. So it's really important to keep an eye on all of that. And it doesn't need to be a personal thing. People go through things, lives change, but keeping an eye on your team dynamics is the way to continually strengthen and build the team. An honest conversation that you know you can have from the word go, setting up an open forum of honest two-way conversation is often the best way to get through any issues that show up when your team grows and expands. The other thing I will say is that hiring and building a team is a fun, exciting, community-based exercise. And especially when you started out like I did, working by yourself, when you do find yourself in a position working with people who you enjoy, who bring their talents, their creativity, their attitude, their presence to what you do, it's a real joy. So trust yourself with hiring and building a team. Do it slowly, keep your eye on it, get help and support, and know that as you learn about working with others, you will take that next level every time you hire the next person and strengthen the team that you do have. You have been listening to Impact the World. For more of my work, please visit leeharrisenergy.com.